0: Is the golden age of gaming really behind us? Have we reached a point where there's just not much worth getting excited for? There's a couple triple here and there, a couple big announcements, but has gaming really stagnated? Honestly, I don't think that could be further from the truth. Join me on today's Ramblers, where I take this solo and the walk down memory lane, and hopefully you can change your mind about a controversial topic. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Ramblers. As you can tell, Zach here taking it solo this week. Aaron has been working day and night with his job in the army, and uh, honestly, he took a little much-needed time with his fiance last week. So we agreed that I would kind of just take this week and do a solo video for you. Um, and what I want to talk about, and you know, frankly, in keeping with the theme of Ramblers, um, I'm just going to ramble for a little bit. Now I will give you a little bit of a—I um, want to say a disclaimer, but I don't think that's right. So the point being. Just a little bit of a warning <clears throat> Aaron is a professional you know video producer he's got great equipment uh he spends countless hours editing I've got an outdated Galaxy S4 and no video recording equipment so if the Galaxy if the quality seems just a little bit less than what we had before please bear with me I'm working with what I got here but with that said um you know, you got to know Aaron over the years uh, through Ram TV and Ramblers, and I joined Ram TV a little late, and, and more of as a, a gag than anything else. So, for those of you who really don't know me, my name is Zach. As you're, you're watching this, I'm 32 years old, and I haven't grown up, and I don't think I'm ever going to. Um, frankly, video games have just been a big passion of mine since I was uh, too little to remember. It's my family that tells me that I was three years old when I first uh, picked up Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo. That's the earliest video game memory I have, and obviously right then and there, I'm kind of remiss to say I fell in love with something at three years old, but I, I, that would be accurate. I mean, I became obsessed. I just loved the idea of the cartoon character on screen moving when I gave the inputs on the controllers, and I had a billion games. I, I had Obviously, I talked about the original Super Mario and the Duck Hunt package that came together. My collection just grew to like 200 games between the Nintendo and Super Nintendo alone. And the Genesis, forget about every other system after that. I've had everything from, you know, your classic Super Mario, your Duck Hunt, all the Mega Men for the Nintendo, to, like, honestly, obscure crap like the old Flintstones video game, which I still love to this day, frankly. Uh, I have owned every console growing up. Uh, You know, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the GameCube, Genesis, all of Sega's systems, Game Gear... Sega CD, Sega Saturn... How would I just say what I didn't have? Quite frankly, I just never owned a TurboGrafx-16 and a N-Gage. I even owned a Virtual Boy. If you take those two out, I've owned everything in between. Somewhere in between that Super Nintendo and then going into the Nintendo 64 phase and now, I think a lot of gamers value that as kind of our golden age of gaming where games were just so much fun and, and so enrapturing, just a lot of people were playing their first RPG with Final Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation. Uh, Super Mario 64 being the premier platformer that everybody uh, thinks is the best to this day. Depending on uh, how nostalgic you are, either Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo or Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64 are the best Zelda game of all time. I, I Frankly, I don't agree with any of those. And I know that's going to surprise a lot of people, but I think a lot of what we talk about as gamers is based in nostalgia. I do not think that we had a better age of gaming in that period. What I think is that the majority of us I'm a perfect example of this, were three years old, six years old, nine years old, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, all the way till practically graduating high school, when uh, give or take, whenever your first job was, we really didn't have responsibilities beyond uh, do your homework and then play video games. And for a lot of us, again, me especially, that usually meant put homework aside so you can play more video games. And when something is, is your day and night hobby, it's easy to become more and more excited as you get new installments for it. You know, I'm over 30 years old now. I've got bills to pay. I have a job, which I love. I have a family, which I love the time to just sit and binge on like 8, 9, 10 hour video game sessions, it's just not there. And I'm okay with that. I think a lot of us have accepted that, but I also think we've erroneously translated that in our heads as it's because games aren't as fun or as engaging. Uh, To give you an example, we talked about the old Super Mario's, right? Well, I'm sure a lot of us bought that classic NES system. I did not. And it's not because it's hard to find. It is hard to find, but uh the dark truth here playing Super Mario Brothers on the original Nintendo with the stiff uh, controls it's just not fun anymore it was fun then we have different standards and if you don't believe me about the crap we put up with back then let I me mean, take a look at this this right here is Pit Fighter for the Sega Genesis and i loved this game i loved this game to death i played it uh, day and night sometimes certifiably this is probably one of the shittiest games you can ever play in your life yeah, uh, really. And if you don't believe that, go ahead and try it. And some of you may be like, "Oh, I played, uh, I play that all the time. That's awesome." No, it is not. It is terrible. The AI is terrible. The controls are terrible. But you know, we were kids, and games were great. So that kind of brings us to today. Are games worse? Do we have less options? I think that's a really ignorant point of view, and I don't want to offend anybody with that statement. But really, I think that's a short-sighted statement sure we don't have that little kid excitement factor going for us anymore But if you want to take the broad big picture you have to consider this people used to picture where games were going to go graphically it made sense you went from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo you know 8-bit to 16-bit then we went to 32-bit then 64 128 we yeah we kept doubling games went from very very pixelated and grainy to um a little more artistic, games then went to 3D, three-dimensional planes, platformers. Um, People started to say, how can we evolve because the graphics are only getting better? I can kind of agree with that, and I know some people were really looking for a control method like VR, but I don't think the evolution of gaming was gonna be found in new gameplay methods. I think it was going to become in distribution in the way it is now and in creation. Things like uh, Steam. Have just opened up the way we buy games and in a lot of ways spoiled us I mean I keep telling people jokingly and by jokingly I mean dead seriously that even when a huge game comes out I always say you know I could buy that game for $60 but I could also wait three years from now when it's on sale for a buck 25 and it really has added um, more competition in the buyers market for us in that regard because Uh, they realize not a lot of us want to spend $60 on games, and the price points are becoming more competitive. But the reason I'm I'm talking about Steam isn't really just because you can buy cheap games from them. You can. And what I mean by that is, obviously, as I've talked about for 29 years of gaming, uh, my dream when I was a kid was to make video games, be a game developer, a game designer, be a game anything that had to do with making a game and the process they're in. And like most people, I let go of that dream. Uh, Not begrudgingly, really, Uh, I love my job right now and I love where my career path is going, but the fact remains, I stopped focusing on trying to be a game developer. And because the myth, or maybe kind of a reality back then still, was that I was going to need a lot of expensive schooling that I couldn't afford, a lot of different skills that I just didn't have, and the work therein kind of intimidated me. I'm one of the many people who let go of that dream, and if you're watching this video, I want you to not make, assuming you want to be a game game developer yourself, I want you to keep in mind not to let go of that dream. The reason I talk about the old games we used to play is because we've come full circle in the independent scene. People are now making more retro style games, in the style of the way that we saw them in the Nintendo, or I mean more realistically we're talking about Super Nintendo with maybe a step up, but even now and then people are starting to make games uh, that even mimic the NES style. and these games don't require being part of a AAA studio or really going to a big university there's actually a whole lot of education available even on YouTube um, if you're not familiar with Unity uh, you know give it a browse sometime the Unity engine if you're not familiar with it its big mission is to make game development accessible for people like you and me who probably didn't have a lot of time to spend on education and if you really have any doubts about the evolution of that uh, you know Let's just go through some of the games that have been made using Unity. Too complicated? Like they have big studios, bigger studios than you and I have? Sure. How about this one? Unturned. Probably leaves a little to be desired graphically. Looks a little basic. That was made by one person. Think about all the other games you've played that have been made by one person. With the internet age, with YouTube, with communities like Unity's, uh, Unity's forums, uh, Unity's toolset, even Unreal starting to include some user-friendly tools and then there's tutorials. This is probably no better age for gaming than now. And I think you got to take that in the whole big picture as I've said before I think we get a little less excited because frankly we're older and we don't have as much time to get excited I think if you see our kids or the generation before us they're getting that excitement that we kinda don't have anymore that's just a natural progression of things I don't think it's a reflection that games today aren't as exciting in fact if you want to take it as a business if you want to take it as an art style if you want to take it as being accessible to more people sooner and the fact that even if you had an idea 20 years ago maybe you can actually turn that into something today You, yourself, watching this right now, no exceptions, no anything, you can make a game, or at least find somebody willing to help you make that game. I think there's no better time for gaming. Much in the way, depending on where your community is, the local farmers markets, the farm-to-tables, the craft beers, the internet age and accessibility and these competitive markets are making it able for people to get involved, to get to do things that they kind of thought they just have to... Be part of some expensive organization for, and that's just not true. And uh, while I'm not necessarily trying to make this into a inspirational, make your dreams come true sort of thing, I want that to happen. And I also feel that that is an important point to point out here in games. So, really, I, I'm going to try to wrap this point up. And my point here being that I kind of get where people are coming from. I understand that we just don't have games that kind of kind of hit us from the inside out and fill us with uh, the emotions and the joy we had as kids. I mean, I, I, I can't deny it. I thoroughly enjoyed God of War for the PlayStation 4. It's probably my new favorite game of all time. But it's still, in a lot of ways, you know, it didn't pull me in like Super Mario 64 did, for instance. But that's okay. Uh, that's normal. That doesn't mean we have a bad state of gaming right now. I just think it's a different state of gaming especially for those of us who are a little bit older a little bit more mature and really all of us are a little bit more mature except this guy (laughs) but that's beside the point so really this is not something you can just take my opinion on this really has to be a community discussion so I realize if you don't really want to throw yourself out there but if you want to leave some comments here either on the Facebook page or on YouTube I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this the state of gaming today it's really a topic all of us have input on important input and I want to hear yours I really want to thank you for joining me here today we gave Aaron some much-needed time off uh, but we'll be returning to a format that you can recognize in the coming weeks until then we really need your support and that doesn't just mean monetarily that means you know uh, just give us a like on Facebook hit up the Valley Studios Facebook page find us on YouTube uh, watch our streams we stream twice a week now Also support the team Valley Studios Gaming and their endeavors through uh, Rainbow Six Siege. And, uh, of course, visit our Patreon. We've got some exclusive content there, and uh, I can't really talk too much about it right now. I know this is horribly vague and lame, but there's going to be some really exciting developments in that and the exclusives that we're going to be able to offer through our Patreon page. Until then, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.